them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, Winona too She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. My name is Kat. My name is Wendy. And I am Tara. Remember this voice. <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> on, today's, I, no. <laughs> on today's episode, we have a very special guest, Kiana Teresa, star of The Good Witch, season seven. She's one half of Joey. She plays Zoe, of course. Uh, and that's, we got to talk with, her, talk with her for like an hour. She is delightful. Tara, what do you think? <laughs> oh, thanks for waiting for me, guys. Uh, uh, I think I'm just back here on a delay. So um, my quick-witted answers are not coming, we're not hitting today. But I also thought she was delightful and a cat person. So that amplifies times a thousand. What's not to love? She is a cat person. Instant, instant connection with people who like yeah. cats. No offense, cat, but it's all good. Why would I be? You like dogs? You're good. You're a dog person. Listen, okay. as I say <laughs> in the interview, you'll hear it. We'll talk about it on the other side. Oh. But I, I'm a cat person. Okay, don't, don't. Oh, okay. Just because I have dogs, it's unfortunate yeah. circumstances as to why I have. That's dogs. true. It's good. Leah's fault. Point taken. 100 Leah's fault. So got it. Hey, listen. Let's. Uh, let's... In totally against Leah. Mm-hmm. It may be the reason we get a divorce. <gasps> <laughs> Don't you blame the cats for that? Hey, let's uh, let's interview Kiana. What do you think? Let's go. Our guest today is not only one half of the now iconic Good Witch ship, Joey. Also, she's an advocate for diversity and representation on screen. Please give a warm snap welcome to Kiana Teresa. Yay! Yay welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, welcome to <laughs> Snop. We're so excited to have you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Of course. And so we kind of wanted to do a deep dive into your Good Witch experience. Okay. So hopefully, I'm sure you took lots of notes during your time on the show. Absolutely. Um, and now I know we know that you've talked in the past about how you got the role of Zoe. You were auditioning for another role, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you find out that they wanted you for this other part? Um, well, you know, it was unexpected. I just got a call from my agent and they were like, he was like, Hey, they loved your audition. I'm like, cool. But what's the, but he's like, well, (laughs) it's just that they, they, they really want you for this other character. I was like, okay, what other character? Well, it's not written yet. Like what? (laughs) And they've already started filming. So he's like, yeah, it's going to be in like one of the later blocks. And it's all I knew was that it was going to be a love interest to one of the leads on the show. There was supposed to be a chemistry read. Um, and that never happened. So Hmm. I didn't have a ton of information. And then I think we waited maybe a month or so. And then we saw the casting go up for Zoe and he was like, I think this is the one. So we put, we sent in a tape for it. And then I got a call one day saying, Hey, you booked it. And I was like, nope, no chemistry read with Kat. And they're like, no, it's yours. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So it was very unconventional. I'd never had another experience like that in terms of casting. Um, So I'm really glad that I had a good first audition for this other character and that, you know, casting and production saw potential in me for this other character, which 
obviously has gone on to make such a big impact. And I'm, I'm so, so happy that they kind of had that vision for me and I'm, it all worked out. So I'm really happy. Yeah. At, at what point did they tell you? Cause we listened to another interview, like Kat said, we've been stalking you. So um, <laughs> that, and you also didn't mention at what point did they say, and especially if there wasn't a chemistry read, Hey, this love interest is going to be another woman. I guess. Yeah. I guess I got it in the first, in the first call. They said one of the, one of the female leads and my agent was like, do you feel comfortable with that? And I was like, of course. <laughs> and um, did you realize at the time what a big deal that was for, for Hallmark, especially? Yes. Um, now that you're asking me these questions, now more of it's coming back to me. So also in that phone call with my agent, he was like, so this is a really big deal for the network. Um, and I think that I forgot these little details because I think that I tried to forget them because I didn't want to psych myself out. Right. You know, when some, you know, he's like, oh, it's going to be a huge deal. And everybody's like, there's going to be articles written about it. And it's never happened. And it's Hallmark history. I was like, all right, please stop. I don't want to hear anymore <laughs> because it's Not going helping. like, I can't have that in my mind while I'm auditioning. That's like way too much pressure. So now that you're saying it, I'm like, oh yeah, this is all coming back to me. I kind of compartmentalized everything, but yes, he said, you know, it is a big deal for the network. It's never happened before. Um, it's just a BFD. It's a big freaking deal. And um, yes, be prepared for that. And I was like, okay. And you were um, like, yeah, totally cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, what's meant to be. And then like my audition for Zoe, I, I didn't like it. I didn't <laughs> like my audition. It just wasn't like I was coming off of a long day on set. I was hmm. tired, but it was like, do I had a deadline. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do the best I can, send it in, and whatever is meant to be will be. And it was meant to be, so thank God. Um, but it kind of just goes to show you too, like just for any other actors listening, like if the role is meant for you, it's meant for you. And mm. your perspective of perfection is not everyone else's. And perfection isn't real, it doesn't exist. And what you think is good <laughs> or not could be like amazing to someone else, so. Well, I have to jump in here because I listened to your podcast where you talked about the audition process, like you were saying that yeah, it's there's so much more involved than how you read that particular day. And oh my gosh! In, yeah. in the very limited casting experience that Tara and I have had for another project, I was I was listening to that, thinking you're right. Like you may not have in your mind, you might not have had the best read, but the people auditioning you, they see someone. I want to work with this person. She brings a good energy. She's good. And it's not like you know, it may not have been what you liked, but they saw enough to, of what they liked and the person that thought this is going to be a great addition as a person and for this part mm -hmm. and she'll be fine. Like, even if there's things we might change, this is a person we want to to work with. So it sounds like even though you weren't necessarily happy with what you sent, they already like, no, this girl's great. She'll be wonderful. And exactly. And we like, you don't, you don't know what they're looking for. <laughs> right. Right. It's, it's you didn't do well in your version of what you think it should look like, but also, and I found this a lot is the character that you have in your audition is not usually not the character that you end up playing on screen. There's so much more information that you get in character building that you get. Because when, on, when you get an audition, you don't get like a full script normally. You just get two scenes and they're like, okay, create your character and show us what you think. Show <laughs> us what you have. And you do that. And then, you know, you talk to the production crew. I got a call from Darren, um, the showrunner, when I was cast. And we kind of had a whole deep dive about 
the character and the vision for the couple and, you know, the audience listening and, and how they may or may not absorb that. And um, yeah, it's, there's just so many changes that happen. So you really just have to like do it, let it go. I never remember my auditions. Like, so my agent will call me and he'll be like, so Kiana, um, remember that audition you did for this character, this show, this whatever? I'm like, no. Like, oh, sorry. And I have to go back into my, into my email and be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Cause I truly like do it. And I'm like, it's gone. It's done until I need to pick it back up again. That's going to be fun though. Just dwell. Yeah. Like you forget it. And then all of a sudden randomly your agent calls and say, Hey, you got this part. You're like, I don't even remember auditioning, but great. Thank you. And I'm glad <laughs> I did well. I don't so remember it, but yeah. It's like a fun little surprise as opposed to just like sitting by the phone thinking, am I going to get it? I'm going to get it. Exactly. I just, it ages me. It ages you <laughs> to, to worry like that. Mm-hmm. So you just do your best and then you move on. Kenna, what, do you remember what scene or scenes you used for that audition? For yeah. Um, I I think there was two. The only, the one I can remember right now was the saving joy from the wall, uh, which was an interesting <laughs> one because obviously I didn't have another person in the scene with me. So you're doing this kind of like physical action of saving mm. a person and maneuvering their arm, which is not there. Um, so a lot of, you know, fake acting. <laughs> I should, I should find out if I can post my audition scene. I probably could since it's out, but I think that, yeah. I, you know, I'll find out, but that would be really cool. Um, and there must have been an, oh, I think it was the, um, the business card scene where mm. she's like, oh, give oh. me a call when you're ready. I think that was mm. it. I'd have to like go back into the archives. Two very <laughs> iconic scenes. Right, right. <laughs> they started you off quick. Well, you said, you mentioned you didn't have any chemistry <laughs> readings with Kat. Like what, what no. was your first meeting? Like, was it like a table read or did you guys get together beforehand or? No. So Good Butch actually doesn't, I mean, as far as I know, doesn't have table reads. Oh, okay. um, it could have been really? different because we were filming like in 2020, 2021. Right. right. So, <laughs> but, but as I think mm-hmm. that I've heard just from other casts, I don't think they normally do, but Kat actually, I got an email from her maybe a week after I got the call and she was like, hi, Kiana, my name's Kat. And I'm like, I'm going to be playing your, you know, alongside you with joy. And I'm so excited to have you on board and let's meet up for a coffee and get to know each other and talk about our story and our characters. And that was like, that was so special for me because that's never happened to me. I've never had another actor reach out to me personally prior to shooting and wanting to, you know, take the time to sit down and, and, you know, prepare these characters. And so that was really special. And I think um, also, I think that Kat knew because she was kind of the newcomer last season that I would now be the newcomer coming in. And so I think she was very much like, come, let me, let's like form a, (laughs) form like a a bond beforehand. So when you come in, you you have some friendly faces that you Hmm. have already like established a rapport with. And I I really appreciated that because it can sometimes be hard being the new kid. Oh, I'm sure. That's gotta be intimidating. And and a show that's like six seasons in or exactly. So everybody has known each other for years and you're just like, hi. (laughs) <laughs> just just he's, coming to shake everything me. up in Middleton. Don't mind me. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the storyline. Yeah, it's no big deal. It's only the first time Hallmark's done it. But hey, here I am. Let's do it. <laughs> so I have to ask during during this conversation, did Cat at any point say, "Hey, look, I've been on this other show <laughs> called Winona Earp," mm. and 
let me tell you about that fan base uh, and give you any pointers as far as what might you know come to be with your ship or um, maybe you guys weren't thinking that much about it or you didn't want to, again, psych yourself out about it. But, you know, how did, did she prepare you in any way of, you know, what might what might happen what when might um, you guys um, got together? Not really in terms of, we didn't really talk about anything in terms of expectations from the fan base. We talked more about, um, no, sorry. We didn't talk about the reaction from the fan base, but we talked about the expectations that they had from her. And so wh- why it was so important that we did this with a lot of intention and a lot mm-hmm. of thought. So she wasn't like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're really passionate fans and they're going to love you. And it's going to, you're going to, you know, blow up and all of these things. It wasn't that it was very much, Hey, I'm coming off of the show. Um, very loyal fan base. They've, you know, been following me for years. I don't want to let them down. Um, especially if there's going to be a new relationship after this other iconic relationship that I've played on this show, it can Mm -hmm. be sometimes like a bit of a transition to kind of shift gears and see your favorite actress now with, somebody else and you're not used to that right so it's like we need to get the audience um involved and as invested in this relationship as possible because we want them to be on board with it and we want them to be on our side and we just we want to do like the representation correctly and we don't want it to be surface level and we don't want anything to be treated differently than any other couple on the show. Um, so it was very much uh, taking it from our, our responsibility as actors um, for mm-hmm. the community that she has, you know, created and built around her. That's awesome. And you guys really did such a great job of the representation. And like you said, like any other couple on the show, it was perfect in that regard that just, it was a, the same level of, um, you know, you you guys. Spoiler alert: If anyone's not caught up, y'all caught up. You haven't. You didn't kiss till the very last scene, almost of the very last episode. But that's normal for a Hallmark show to kind of build that up. <laughs> yeah. So, and it's not. Um, the, if you've seen Winona Earp, it's definitely not season four, episode two level. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> it's. You know, so it was felt completely um, natural within the context of the show. Absolutely. And it was really fun to watch. And I found myself yelling at the screen a few times like, oh, OK, yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Like they went a little <laughs> they really went with it. And I really appreciated that. So, <laughs> well, and I have questions about some of those moments later of on. Of course. But, yeah. <laughs> that was a very hard secret to keep, by the way, with, with like the kiss coming at the end, because everyone was like, if they don't kiss, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> We're going to riot. We're going to blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I'm, hey, you guys are going to like the finale. That's all I can say. Yeah. I did see an article where it's like, y'all should watch the finale. It's, it's, you really got to like it, but you can't say why, but just, (laughs) just trust me. Yeah. (laughs) There are definitely Uh, some bets going around. Like, is it going to, are they going to allow it to happen? Is it going to happen? It has to happen. Right. And, but you still didn't know. Oh, it was like watching the end of the Super Bowl or something. And you just- I know. <laughs> I mean, you have to. It just makes it so much juicier if you yeah. make them wait. Yeah. It's so much mm-hmm. more satisfying. Mm-hmm. And like, That's, if there wasn't yeah. a kiss. And like, I I cheered. I cried. Oh, I sobbed. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> because I hadn't seen it either. I didn't see any of it until 
like on screen with everybody else on Sunday. And I did get the screeners ahead of time, Mm -hmm. but I like refused to watch. And normally I would get the, the, um, episode a few hours before airing, maybe a day before, but for some reason for the finale, um, the PR person sent it to me a week early. And I was like, Oh. I sent her this email. I was like, how dare you? <laughs> I can't have this in my inbox sitting there for a week oh, no. and not watch it. But I, I couldn't. I had to watch it with the fans. Hmm. Um, and she was like, mm-hmm. okay, delete it. I'm going to send it to you again <laughs> on the day. Because I just don't have that self-control. I was like, I'm going to yeah. watch it. So you're going to have to send it to me again. <laughs> did, you, did you follow along on social media at all to see the reactions yeah, happened. I mean, I live tweeted every Sunday. Oh, that's oh, that's right. So that's right. much fun. It was my first time live tweeting, and <laughs> I got like a crash course right away on the ground, and it was hilarious. <laughs> I miss it so much. See, I love I love that actors live tweet, but at the same time, when shows I'm watching, they're live tweeting. It's just that I just hate the juggle. Like I'm watching the tweets, but I'm watching the show. It's now I'm missing something in the show. Now I'm missing a tweet. And it's just, but I it's love it. Art. I love that that it is an art. It really is. Especially if you know, and I guess if you're watching mm-hmm. it for the first time that mm-hmm. night, you're having to juggle it all too. But I love that. I love it when, when you guys do that. Thank mm-hmm. you. I love it too. And people think that, I mean, not for our show. Like some people think that we're like contracted to do it. It's not like we just do it out of our personal time. We just mm-hmm. do it for the fans wow. and mm-hmm. for the connection. It's great. Well, I imagine it's fun for you guys too, to see that oh reaction and see, see, you know, it's like, it's kind of like not the, you know, theater, you get that instant reaction that you don't normally get with television, but now, or film, but now you can, you can watch along with them. And yeah. And the interaction was so great because people were baking things. They were like, okay, this, this week we're baking like these muffins or we're making these donuts or like, <laughs> people were invested. Okay. We're going to have like birthday cake, ice cream this week. And so it really felt like a little family that you're just checking in every Sunday, you're watching your favorite shows together. And (laughs) I think that hopefully it was a really good experience for people who are like alone during this pandemic, Mm -hmm. right. And just having something to look forward to every week and being able to connect with other, you know, fans who have something in common. It's a big deal. Socializing is so important right now. (laughs) Isn't it? Yes, it is. And I'll go ahead and I'll bring up a little piece of fashion that we're both wearing, Kiana and myself. This is Tara, for anyone wondering. (laughs) (laughs) We have our very fancy bow ties on. We look much fancier than the other two riffraff here that just, you know, we won't dress up for the occasion. Yeah, but terrible. uh, The bow tie became, speaking of live tweeting, became such a huge thing that had its own hashtag, the bow tie brigade. Uh, I remember there was like a mashup of the pictures of all the fans that had uh, bow ties on. And what did that mean to you? Or were you, how did you, you know, what were your feelings when that took off? I was floored. I think that that was the first time that I um, saw the power of fans coming together and really going out of their way and representing. And, and it went even just beyond the bow ties. Like some people did a full dress up with like collared shirt and like a whole suit and taking pictures. And I was like, this is so cool. (laughs) This is so cool that we're all doing this together. Um, yeah, it was just really exciting. And I felt I was, I was, was very like weepy most of the day as like the pictures were coming in and I was getting tagged and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is happening. And, and everybody looks so beautiful and they're doing this for like for us and together. And I, I felt the love. It was very, very special. 
So I want to take us back for a second. Yeah. Uh, you And you had said something. You said that, I think you said Darren was the showrunner yeah. on Good Witch. You said he called you when you got the part to mm-hmm. discuss the vision, what he what his vision for the couple was. Can you can you kind of remember any specifics from that phone call and what, and, you know, what he was pitching to you? How close did that end up, uh, you know, coming across on screen? Um, Pretty, pretty close. It was pretty accurate. You know, he was very... Um, open to collaboration and he was like if you have any ideas if you have any concerns if you have anything let me know like we're working on this together he was like you know this the storyline is close to my heart I'm really excited for it we tried to do it in a like previous season we didn't get Hmm. the green light so like now it's finally happening and here's what we want and and he kind of laid it out he was like good witch is a show about love a show about romance, relationships, friendship, all of these things. And Joey is no different, right? The relationship isn't going to be treated any differently. It's, you're not going to have like, you're not gonna have to like worry about having friction with any of the other middle tent Middletonians. If they're, you know what I mean? There's not going to be like a a big coming out story. It's not going to be about the sexuality of these characters it's about the connection between them and how that Mm. naturally um just comes about you know you just have this chemistry and you have this spark and we see where it goes and um i think all of us were were very delicate with it and just having the nuances and not um yeah like not forcing it not forcing it. And I, and, and what I liked about that too, was, which I think that we did well was it wasn't just, they meet, they have hard eyes for each other. You know, they go on dates and then they kiss and it's happily ever after. Like there were some bumps in the road, some serious ones mm-hmm. um, that again can happen with any couple. Um, and uh, yeah. So I, I like to see that we had a very natural progression towards happily ever after if you will. Um, and then I was, you know, I kind of expressed some of my concerns. I'm like, so tell me more about the audience of Good Witch and what are the, dem- what's the demographic here? What's, you know, who did they vote for in the, in the last presidential <laughs> <Right>. election? Um, <laughs> valid questions. Valid questions. And he was like, well, you know, it's a lot of middle America, Bible Belt. So, you know, we can just we all know who they voted for. And I'm like, great. Mm-hmm. I love that for me. <laughs> um, oh, so I kind of, I went, <laughs> I went into it and I was like, half of America's going to love me. Half of America's going to hate me. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> and I just, you're in good, you're in good company uh, yeah. of the half that hates you. Welcome to the club. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> proud member, proud to be here. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that was really, it was very surreal kind of going into it, knowing, I think that a lot of times you take a role and, or, you know, you're going onto a show and you don't know how anything's like, sometimes shows pop off and then they, they create their own kind of fan base and audience. And, you know, you just don't know what to expect. Um, some shows you go in and you know, it's going to be a big deal. Um, this one was, I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how they're going to react. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we had a whole range of reactions. And uh, yeah, I just well, had to be okay with that. And I had to do a mm-hmm. lot of 
you know, personal preparation before the episodes came out. Mm -hmm. One thing I liked about what they did, which I think sometimes it can be almost as important as like making sure the actual couple involved, like that their relationship is true and it's written from a good, honest uh, perspective, but Mm. how they write all the other characters around them. Like, you know, you had Joy going to family saying, you know, they just start, oh, so so what's up with Zoe? How's it going? Or giving her advice. And it's like, none of them batted an eye. None of them were like, oh, wait, it's a woman. Let's talk about yeah. that. There was nothing. It was just like, cool. She met Zoe. Awesome. Here's some advice. Don't screw it up, mm-hmm. Joy. You know, that kind of whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> just like writing the reactions of everyone around them. Like they didn't yeah. even have that one token character to be the voice of dissent and then mm-hmm. to get educated. Like it was just right. like, yeah, cool. Great. It's part just part of our family now. So if only like, real life could always be so sweet. Yeah. Wasn't that, <laughs> if only all yeah, yeah. Hallmark, uh, a Hallmark world. A new right. a new embracing Hallmark world. That's a new right. more uh accepting <laughs> Hallmark world. But yeah, it was I like that they played it that way, that there was just yeah, just didn't no one batted an eye at it at all. No one was faced. And I did ask him, I was like, yeah. Are, is there gonna be any thing? Is anybody gonna have an issue? And he was like, Nope, not a single person. I was like, Okay, um, love sweet. it. Awesome. Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> so, so knowing that y'all were going all in, I have to bring up a few specific parts and specific mm-hmm. lines that sure. caught the fans' attentions maybe more than others. So, um, and I just, from a behind-the-scenes perspective, want to know if there were isn't any extra conversation between you and Kat before delivering these lines or how <laughs> they were going to be delivered or if you just went with it. Um, but for instance, the bow tie scene and, or I'm talking about bow tie, the squirrel painting, you know, I can paint your canoe um, <laughs> things like the faucet scene where you say, uh, or, you know, you got this faucet and joy says, Hey, I could put it in for you. And it's very, <laughs> to me, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I just read too much into it. But it was great. I'm like blushing. <laughs> I, none of that. We had no conversations about it. Nobody, I don't think either of us, or at least to my knowledge, anybody that was employed by Goodwood had any thoughts about this and it literally wasn't until it came on the air and all of the erpers were like losing their minds and i'm just like what's going on and they're like oh that's so adorable put it in for you and i was like oh no oh no (laughs) i think that i think that (laughs) it's so funny i think that middleton and goodwin and hallmark is so family friendly and so g-rated that when you're in it like that's kind of just the mode that you're in like my mind never went there even once like quite honestly and so seeing like the reactions from people I was just like oh my god I never thought about it that way so absolutely not I would be totally honest with you if we did didn't bat an eye once that's maybe I'm just so yeah. well innocent it was and, appreciated uh, still <laughs> nothing I feel like this is a question like, for the writers. <laughs> you know what? That is a. I would. I would love to hear some more BT, BTS of the writers' room there because it didn't occur to me until it occurred to everyone else, and I was like, "Oh my oh, god, no. what have we done? <laughs> Sent them into a tailspin." So, speaking of mm. scripts and the writing, it, 
did you and Kat have any, did it seem like there was an understanding that if there was something in the script that didn't seem authentic to both of you or either of you that you kind of had this veto power, was that expressed to you guys at all? Yes. Um, I don't think expressly from the show, but I know like in my first meeting with Kat, she had said, I'm very comfortable if there's an issue, I'm very comfortable talking to the writers, talking to like, she has a relationship with one of the um, executive producers. She's like, I, I'm happy to speak up mm. um, because mm-hmm. she had been kind of a part of this, the storyline before I was even cast. Right. Because it, again, it was a conversation that it had actually happened for season six that didn't mm-hmm. end up happening. Um, so yeah, so I think that she had probably had more conversations behind the scenes with creating this this relationship and saying, hey, we want it to be X, Y, and Z. We don't want it to be X, Y, and Z. And I will like flag any issues that come up. Mm-hmm. So I think that um, I felt comfortable and she felt comfortable raising any 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 flags if if there were that um which a lot of times like actors don't feel comfortable doing that and I very much did I appreciated the phone call from Darren which I hadn't ever really had um Mm -hmm. with any other projects that I'd worked on either I've never had a a showrunner call me and say hey let's Mm -hmm. talk about your character Mm -hmm. so it did feel to Mm -hmm. me (laughs) like a very collaborative process and um there wasn't anything that I mean there wasn't anything that we flagged um but you know, we had conversations, a lot of, okay, you know, it seems like this, is this, how does this get resolved? We were a little bit concerned about the the ups and downs um, and how fast the relationship was kind of seeming to move. And it's, and it's hard when everything's just on paper, um, but we're like, oh, they're getting pretty intense pretty fast. Or, you know, telling each other our traumas and our backstories and all of these things like very quickly uh they haven't even had a first date yet and I'm talking about my like dead ex-girlfriend um and then you know there was a lot of like little misunderstandings and stuff between us and I was like is this realistic is this grounded in reality um so we had a lot of conversations about that um but I think it all came out really beautifully I think you know when they found out for sure when when you guys all found out what that the show wouldn't be coming back it was, was any of that like accelerating the relationship a little because they knew that mm. it was all going to have to play out in the end of the season or was there did they think maybe at the beginning there you were going to be able to come back for another season or did they already know um, it was going to be ending okay so no i don't think anybody knew quite mm. honestly um if if somebody at the top knew about the relationship and, and and like crafted the season in a specific way for it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not privy to that. I don't think any of the cast or anything are privy to that. Um, th- we found out the same day that everyone else did. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a call mm-hmm. from Kat like a few hours before it went public mm-hmm. um, that the mm-hmm. like Hallmark PR was going to be. Yeah, she was like, hey, I'm calling you to let you know because I don't want you to find out from the Internet. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so it was like a surprise to everyone else. I'm sure Catherine probably knew, like she's an executive producer as well, but mm-hmm. I was kind of hearing different things, um, in the prior months. So I heard, oh, they're coming back. 
Um, and then, oh, they're not coming back and they're like taking down the set. And then, oh, no, 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 they're not doing that anymore. There's talks of coming back. They're talking about renewing contracts, blah, 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 blah. So mm -hmm. everything was really on the fence. So we had no idea. I think that when we were actually mm -hmm. filming, we, you're never guaranteed a, a next season, right? Mm -hmm. um, for me, I felt like, I think for most of us, we were like, if this is the last season, I think that everything comes to a really nice, natural conclusion. You know, everybody's storyline got wrapped up really nicely. And then everybody kind of jetted off to other countries <laughs> at the end. And it was joy at Grey House. Um, so it felt to me like if this was the last season, I think it's a good a good way to end on. But we did film an alternate ending, hmm. which did leave like, a you know, an open story for next for if there was a season eight. Um, so obviously, I guess. Can you tell us what that is? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can say Well, that. I'll say that there was, there was um, a new visitor to Grey House. Oh. It was a new visitor that mm. came to Grey House that maybe was not a good guy. Oh. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, oh. So are you saying that in season eight that Zoe does not move in with Joy and do the whole U-Haul thing? Uh, um, that was what that I was hoping that they just move in. It's true. No. It feels like, I mean, Joy would have been running Grey House at that point, at least temporarily. Mm -hmm. Um, but like Zoe has her own house. She like mm -hmm. bought a house in Middleton and, and has unpacked and everything. So I feel like if anything, it would have made sense, made more sense for if Joy was not running Grey House for Joy to move in with Zoe, because Joy doesn't have a house or a home she's like <laughs> renting a room in her house. <laughs> she's like a tenant so I think it would make more sense for her to move in with me mm -hmm. um yeah so I feel like we probably would have had separate homes and in, in my mind because yeah you got that canoe where are you fair enough where am I gonna put the canoe exactly right. good point I need a big garage <laughs> oh no <laughs> it's fine we're gonna move past that. okay uh <laughs> Um, okay, so let's get let's get into some more specific scenes. And uh, we already talked about the bow tie moment. Is there anything else that you remember from that that uh, that scene or the script or anything that comes to mind that that's kind of a fun memory or or like you guys had talked about or anything like that? Um, no, I mean I thought that it was really interesting that you know this was a really big scene and it was like the first one that Kat and I ever shot together, and it was that such was your an first scene. Yeah. That yeah. was like our first. So, so that was actually, I think that was episode, uh, episode four, I think. And it was like my second episode after I, I, Zoe was introduced episode three. Um, Bowtie moment was episode four and we shot out of order. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, our first scene that we ever shot together was the bowtie moment and, and all the stuff in the, in the garage, um, mm -hmm. which was, you know, it was interesting because it was kind of intimate. It was, you know, sharing stories about grief and growing up and all of these things. And uh, so we had to get really personal. And uh, yeah, so I was very grateful that, you know, Kat and I had had a coffee date before and I wasn't like <laughs> speaking to a stranger mm -hmm. um, because it's just it's just a lot easier to, to access that vulnerability inside you when you have somebody who you already trust um so I thought that was really interesting and so 
I look back and I'm like, oh, we're really good actors. We really sold that (laughs) (laughs) because we had no prep for that. And, you know, you don't get your schedule until pretty soon before. And I'm like, okay, we're just going right in for it. Cool. Yeah. Acting's fun. They just throw you in anything. All right. Here's uh, this incredibly vulnerable moment. You haven't actually filmed meeting yet, but you've met. Here's what's happened. Go. Yeah. (laughs) So then, yeah. So it's interesting because then in your mind, you have to keep in mind, like all of this backstory of what's already happened in the script. Where are we at emotionally? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And keeping all that in mind and then having to switch back to, okay, now we're meeting for the first time. I haven't told you about my... (laughs) dead ex-girlfriend you haven't told me about your dead mom yet there's no bow tie there's no squirrel hi it's all business hey what's your name date yeah birthday all of these things mm-hmm. how'd you get that arm in the wall or whatever that was yeah yeah Go are you that. good are, is, this, is this the career that you uh you feel confident about this? <laughs> uh okay same question the the first date that scene was there anything what was oh, the prep like so what comes to mind that was so fun. Um, I loved the restaurant scene. I loved when we shut down the restaurant and we were just so into it and not realizing that there was that everyone had left and the waitress is like, excuse me, I need to go home. <laughs> Can you get out? Um, I thought it was really cool. I like that we did three dates in one, which is a little bit you know, unconventional mm-hmm. for a first date. Um, and I think that it speaks, it speaks well to the couple. I think that they're fun and they're a little bit, um, spontaneous, you know, we finished up our scheduled date at the restaurant and then she's like, you want to go to a rock concert? I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. And then we go and have ice cream and it's, um, it's, it's a lot of going with the flow. And I think that that really nicely reflects um, their relationship and how it came to be. Nothing was, it was kind of like, Hey, I'm just, we're both at where we're at. Let's see where it goes. But there was no forcing. There was no, um, playing games or anything like that. It was just like, Hey, I like you. You're cool. Mm -hmm. I like hanging out with you. Do you want to keep doing that? (laughs) And like, we don't want this night to end. We're having a good time. What else can we do? Um, I love Mm -hmm. dates like that. I've been on dates like that and they're really special. Mm -hmm. And you guys, I think at the end of that scene, you're walking with the ice cream. You guys hold hands in that scene, right? Mm-hmm. Is that scripted? Yes. That was mm-hmm. a cute one. It was a very cold night, though, <laughs> I must say. Shooting exteriors <laughs> in the winter. You can't ever wear warm winter jackets because they're not cute. They don't look good for cameras. So you have to wear thin, stylish jackets and just look warm. I was like, we were both padded up. Like our entire bodies were covered in these like heat packs. Um, and then we have a warm up band. So as soon as they yelled cut, we like run to the oh band. Actually, a memory that just came to me was uh, we would have Mark, who is, uh, I don't know if you guys know Magic Mark. Oh, sure. Of course. From the show, um, he would go get us our snacks from craft. So we just had like bags full of <laughs> cheese and crackers and cookies and all of these things. So we would run to the warm up van, stuff our faces. And then they're like, you have to go back. And we're like, oh, okay. So we leave, shoot another, shoot another scene and then come back and stuff our faces again. <laughs> How cold was it? How cold does it get there? Like thirties, twenties? Um, well, uh, we're in Celsius here, so um, oh, that's true. Mm. It was it's below. Very cold. It was below zero. Wow! Yeah. 
it was like it definitely oh. like below freezing temperatures. Oh no wonder yeah. the, all the heating pads and the. Mm-hmm. And you were eating wow. ice cream. And we were eating ice cream. <laughs> and it didn't even taste good. I didn't like it. Oh no! What do you mean? Like I'm it wasn't anyone. I flavor? don't like birthday cake ice cream. Oh, that's what it was. Oh. Was it like a movie? Was it wasn't like no. movie ice cream where it's like mashed potatoes? It was really ice cream. You it was really like ice cream, and it okay. was like kind of drip. Ew. It was. <laughs> they use mashed potatoes. I did not know. Yeah, so it's very convincing. So it, it, yeah. so it won't melt. <laughs> very smooth. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, how about the kiss? <laughs> the scene with the kiss. I'm sure. I mean, it was. It must have been such a big deal, such a build up. I was how- so nervous. <laughs> I was so nervous. I was in my trailer, like pacing back and forth. I'm like, okay. No big deal. <laughs> it's a really big deal. And there's going to be pictures of this all over the internet. And uh, forever. About it. And I'm just about to go make history. And I'm fine. Uh-huh, I'm uh-huh. totally fine. I'm not freaking out at all. This isn't like a pivotal moment in my career. Um, <laughs> and I just, I, you know, I thank God that I think Zoe also was a little bit nervous as a kind of most people are before a first kiss. So I just channeled that. And I was like, <laughs> I'm doing this for the first time along with Zoe. So we were, Zoe and I were in it together. Um, And, you know, it's interesting too. So because you don't rehearse kisses, right? That's not a thing. Um, So when we're kissing, we're kissing for the first time and you're seeing it. so weird. Yeah. Yeah. I get it though. Like that must be so rehearsing. Yeah. I mean, I just for like, professionalism like right. you don't need to be kissing for a rehearsal also <laughs> no. COVID and everything like that actually I have a very funny video that I do need to post at some point and it's of us um chugging mouthwash before <laughs> the kiss so they had us prep like we came in in the morning they're like okay so they were very much like okay so today's the kiss and I'm like no pressure I'm already nervous okay so everybody like today's the day Uh, and it was the last it was the last day of shooting they saved it till the last scene of the day Mm, so they were really just my anxiety drawn it out from top of the day totally drawn out they said okay so before the kiss we're gonna have you um do a mouthwash rinse uh, you're oh gonna my gosh. Kiss, and then you're gonna do another mouthwash rinse and it, like every time in between also we've left Listerine in your trailer so you have your own personal one but also we're gonna have some for you on set and they were just very much like we're COVID safe we're COVID safe it's gonna be fine wow um so yeah there's a funny video of us like doing this and then having to spit in a cup that somebody else is holding Oh my god! Was awful. It was Mark. He Ooh. was holding it. No, I was like, Mark, I'm so sorry. As I like, Poor Mark. <laughs> so you're saying it was very romantic. The whole oh my gosh! It took all of mm-hmm. the, all of the romance out of it. Very fresh, very minty kiss. If anyone oh, was wondering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then at a certain point, we were like, "Can we stop with the mouthwash in between? Like, if one, we're clean." <laughs> like that's enough right. please can we just like i have dry mouth at this can we point? just do this um yeah. yeah so it was it was obviously a big moment my anxiety was at its peak and oh, no. also the thing is is that everybody's watching like in the room which is not a natural thing that happens in real life mm-hmm. you have a camera person who's right here <laughs> And all of the crew watching and you're just like, I'm trying to have a private moment here with my scene partner and I don't appreciate the eyes. Um, 
<laughs> I think, yeah. So when you guys see the kiss, I mean, we obviously did multiple takes of it, but that was the first time mm-hmm. for both of us. Um, so I think that that's cool. I think that that's kind of special. Mm-hmm. That is nice. Yeah. It adds a little uh, realistic. Like yes. authenticity to it. Yeah. The fact that yeah. this really is the first kiss. <laughs> of course, we might see the fifth take of the first kiss, but still, it's the first one. <laughs> first one, best one, I think. I hope right. it was. True. I hope it was the first one. Let's let's say it was. <laughs> We're going <laughs> uh, What about the dance scene? Mm, um, at the wedding or before the kiss? Uh, oh, before the kiss. Wasn't that, that was like your, that was the first time you guys danced. Right? Um, we did like slow dancing at the wedding which was very magical. Mm. Felt like we were like Cinderella at a ball. And then, yeah, we had to do the Mm. salsa dancing, which was my big gesture of, hey, I learned how to salsa dance for you. (laughs) And I think that also added to the nerves for the day because Kat does not know how to salsa dance. (laughs) I do know how to salsa dance, but I don't know how to lead because Mm. we wouldn't lead normally. So I had to kind of switch up how I would normally dance and be like, okay, how do I okay, wait, everything was kind of <laughs> mirrored a little bit. So we were both out of our element um, and we were just practicing all day. We're like, okay, one, two, three. Okay, go. <laughs> and I was like, it doesn't have to look perfect for camera because Zoe is a beginner. Um, and as long as I mm. can lead you, it you should be fine. You just need to like learn how to follow, just like follow my cues. Um, so there was a lot of prep that had to go into that day. And we're watching YouTube videos <laughs> and one of the makeup artists, she's like a professional dancer. So she was helping us out. And yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of prep and planning that had to go into that moment. So I hope everybody really appreciated it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, it looked great. It looked great. It sounds like from everything you're talking about with Magic Mike and the, the makeup person getting involved with the dance, it's not like a fun set to be on. Like a fun, I mean, they. I assume most of them had been with the show for a good part of its run, if not the whole thing. But it sounded like a very family set, like everybody really got Definitely. along. Yeah, I think most people, I mean, some people had been on it from the very beginning, even from the movies. Um, and some people had been you know, two or three seasons deep, but it did feel absolutely like a family. It was really chill, which I loved. I think that they were all, they were always shooting in a really good rhythm. Um, like I say, I I've said like before, they're a well-oiled machine. And so you didn't ever feel rushed or stressed. Everybody was just like doing their thing. You know, you had Mark doing magic tricks, um, in between scenes and, you know, the showrunners, the producers come and check in and we just hang out. John asking us, our executive producer who like helped create Good Witch, he would come into the makeup trailer every morning and greet us and be like, hey, what's going on and check in with us. And I've never had that before. I've never been able to have like casual conversation with the executive producer of a show. Normally they're like in an office or behind mm-hmm. the camera. You just don't have a lot of um, FaceTime with them. And so it was, it was really great. I felt like I was part of like a really great solid family unit. And I only wish that we could have had more seasons also seasons Mm -hmm. out of COVID, you know, because I'm sure it would have been even more fun if we didn't have all these restrictions on us as well. Well, Kiana, we're going to get to a very important topic in just one second, but I have a follow-up question. One more follow-up question about uh, your good witch characters with Halloween coming up. What would your couple's costume have been? I think that we would have dressed up as each other. So Joy would have been a firefighter <laughs> and I would have been a wife. That would, have, made that would have been adorable. I mean, what? I think <laughs> that that's the only answer. Yeah. 
witch, <laughs> a witch and a firefighter. Yeah, a nice little nod. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's a here's a very important discussion that we need to have. You have cats. You have an Instagram for your cats. I have multiple cats. <laughs> Tara has cats. I saw that. I'm like, oh, I like this girl already. She has cats and mm-hmm. a page for them. Tinkerbell and Simba. They look adorable. First of all, you made me so nervous with this question. (laughs) Please don't do this to me. You're like, I have a really important question. But first this. I'm like, no, no, please, no. But no, Um, yeah. I am cat obsessed. Love it. I wasn't always a cat lover. Uh Um, I had one, I had, I say one and a half cats growing up. I had one cat that we had for quite a long time. We had another cat that we had for a short time because my mom was allergic. Mm. Um, but I've always had dogs growing up and oh. I was always like, oh, cats, I don't know. They're assholes. They're whatever, <laughs> you know, that rhetoric that people say, which mm-hmm. is totally untrue. Yep. Um, and mm. how I got these cats was I went to, so my mom's from a little island in the Caribbean next to St. Kitts. It's called Nevis. And that's where my grandparents lived. And my husband and I, or he wasn't my husband at the time, but we went down to visit and my grandmother has this cat who's not a pet cat. Cause they don't really have pets there. It's like a wild cat, but she feeds it. Um, and it had a litter of kittens. And yeah. so we got there and there was this cardboard box with like five newborn kittens in there. And my heart melted. And I was like, Oh my God, I love them and I need to be their mother. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, we really like, it would be so cool if we got a cat. Like these are, you know, whatever. They're just so cute. Nobody doesn't like kittens. We got home and literally that week, um, a friend of mine said, hey, my cat just had a litter of kittens. Does anyone want a kitten? And I was like, I'll take one. One. Uh-huh. One. <laughs> there was three cats there was a, a black one an orange one Simba and like a multicolored one which is Tinkerbell mm-hmm. and I had to choose between Tinkerbell or Simba and I couldn't choose so I called my husband and I was like hey what do we think about two cats and he's like what I was like you know it's his and hers it'll be so cute they're brother and sister we don't want them to be mm-hmm. alone we don't want to separate family like that we're not those people um mm-hmm. and he was like okay sure um because how do you choose between kittens I don't know no, you can't you can't that's that's an impossible no, choice no. so I brought home two it was a uh, quite a transition I don't think my my husband was like if I had known how much work in particular Simba would be, um, would not have had all of these, would not have had like a second cat, but now they're family and we love and are obsessed with them and they're best friends. They're very cute together. And I'm happy we have two. It was, I always say everything's meant to be. Well, as, as someone who's worked in cat rescue for a lot of years, we always encourage people to take two kittens just because it Mm. is better. It's better for them. It's better for their development. They have a buddy. So Mm. good to know. So I made the right choice. You totally Mm -hmm. made the right choice. (laughs) Totally. I'm all on board with that. But yeah, so we are now following your, the, uh, what was it? The Real Real House House Cats of Toronto. Toronto. That's amazing. Adorable, Mm -hmm. adorable videos (laughs) and pictures and. Yeah, Simba does look like a little crazy boy in some of these pictures. So he needs he needs a sister. Yeah, he's sure. he's special. <laughs> he's special. He's very lucky. He's so cute. 
<laughs> well, another thing uh, from your Instagram that we have to bring up, we noticed there's a picture of you surrounded by snacks and that mm-hmm. were sent. Let me tell you, though, the, the woman who sent you those snacks is a friend of ours, Noe from Frida. Really? I saw that. I saw the snacks. I'm like, wow, that looks like something mm-hmm. Noe would have done. And I looked down. I'm like, oh, my God, it was Noe. <laughs> she she brought us the same thing. She's like, oh, I brought you all some little bags of snacks for you guys to take home when we went to this event Jeez, together. Bag. They were giant sacks of like. Her definition of little giant- is not. Yes. Yes. Our definition of little. No, but but it's a, no, it's a, good thing. it's a good thing. Big boxes, like big <laughs> boxes. And they and I, I picked them up and they weighed nothing. Right. Because it was yeah. chips. And I was like confused. <laughs> And also all three of them were from the same person. And I was like, hold on, what is, <laughs> what is happening? What is this? And I opened these up and I'm just like, oh my God. And my dad was with me when I like, oh, he's like, who sent you these? And I'm like, um, I, I don't know yet. <laughs> I'm not on the card yet in these three boxes. And um, I've whittled it down to one box. Nice. I've been working through them. I've been gifting a lot. (laughs) Um, Anytime someone comes over, I'm like, hi, would you like some snacks? (laughs) I have many. (laughs) I I have all all the snacks. Because there's multiples and like some of them we we do have in Canada. So I'm like, I'll keep the Mm -hmm. special ones. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was and then even in the card, she was like, I didn't send everything I wanted to. Oh, there's wow. so much wow. more that I like wasn't able to send. So like, you just let me know, and I will like pull the plug, and I will send the rest. And I was like, oh my god, it took me ten years to get through this. It's amazing. Oh, it was a lot, and I don't know. You probably went a different route, but I know with mine, there was a mix of healthy and unhealthy. I still have some mm. of the healthy ones in my pantry, but I started probably with the least healthy option that she sent, and I just worked my way down to the most healthy. So, which I'm still I have getting to say through. The healthy ones, I did have some healthy ones, and they were like my favorite. Oh, uh, like which good. ones? Which um, ones were your favorite? Brand, I think I have maybe it in my cupboard, but um, I th- it was called like off the beaten path. I, that hmm. can't be right. That can't be what it's called. Yeah, maybe. maybe off the path on the path, hmm. but it was like these kind of rice hmm. circular rice chips with like sweet potato oh. and beets. And yeah, I didn't get those. I didn't oh, get those. Very good. Very good. <laughs> so I'm very appreciative to anyone who sends me snacks because I'm a total <laughs> snack monster. And I, mm-hmm. this was like the best accident that could have happened to me oh, was you know what? starting this, this trend. <laughs> Off the eaten path. Is the oh, name. Off the eaten. That Ooh. does make more sense. Clever. Word play. Word play. <laughs> I like it. You're highly you're recommend. Close. Not sponsors. <laughs> no, no. But they. But thank you, Noe, for the snacks you've gifted to all of us because they are delicious. Yes, we are all well fed. <laughs> yes, you. yes. We appreciate yeah. you. <laughs> it took some effort, but I did get through all the things. <laughs> and I'm well happy work. I did. Um, Three hundred pounds later, we're here. Oh no, joke. I probably <laughs> did because I will not turn down chips at all no, ever i think it's yeah. illegal actually mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. oh good i'm not breaking the law then uh so you have a podcast that i've yeah. listened to, uh some episodes of i skipped the how to file your taxes if you're an actor because i don't need to know that but probably I, not relevant but i will say i love the <laughs> tiny like percentage of dabbling in acting or any of the business that I've, I've had in the past or the acting classes where i was talked to by the you know how to approach the business the act the auditions I love what you bring to to the, that as a career, as a perspective, like like you're saying earlier, go to an audition, forget about it, go on with your life. You have no control over what 
you may be the best one that walked in the room, but you're mine, the casting director of their ex-girlfriend. So you're never going to get the part. You just have no control. That, that's mm-hmm. what I was always uh, remembering. But and it's just your story of how you you got into the business about you kind of thought about it, but you didn't really, you know, actors invest their time and their effort and their training and all this. But so you you were a, a manager of I think it was a retail store, did mm-hmm. some modeling, and then you finally made that decision. I'm not living the life I want to live. I'm not happy. I'm not be able to do the things I want to pursue. So even though people might not think it's the best career decision, I'm just going to dive in and, and give it a shot. So <laughs> a little reckless. You know what, though? The best things come from being reckless. And um, like you yeah, like you said, and I completely agree, things are going to they're meant to be. They're going to be meant to be and they're going to happen. And and uh, but you're never going to know. It's better than not trying it. You never know. Well, thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I really appreciate it. I, I'm very passionate about following your dreams, following your goals. Um, I think like I just meet so many people and listen, not everybody is in a position that they can quit their job and be like, I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to be an artist. Right. Um, That works out for a small, small percentage of people. Right. Um, And that's like, you know, I'm not advocating for that necessarily, (laughs) but whatever you can do, whatever steps that you can take. I think that the majority of things that hold people back from pursuing what they want, a lot of it is like up here. Mm -hmm. It's in the mind. It's, it's things that Mm -hmm. we're telling ourselves is stopping us, but actually isn't. It's just kind of a perspective shift. Obviously there's physical real world barriers, um, into that. And, and, and that's kind of a different conversation, but I think as with most anything, it's your approach to it and your perspective and how committed are you to making this happen? Or do you want to live a life of, well, I wanted to do this, but it just wasn't for me. It just wasn't the practical choice. You know, Mm -hmm. it's for somebody else, but you don't know unless you try, right? You can try and fail and be Mm -hmm. like, you know what? I tried that wasn't for me. I'm going to move on, but at least try. Mm -hmm. Don't count. Don't knock yourself Mm -hmm. out before you've even gotten the chance to start. I think everybody owes it to themselves to at least. Yeah. Well, Just follow you, your dreams. Right. <laughs> and it may not be acting. It might be raising, starting a llama farm somewhere, but do it. Might it. Be writing a book. It might be write a book. anything, anything, mm-hmm. but life is short. And I think that we just need to like do the things that make us happy. And, and it doesn't even need to be career. It doesn't need to be a career True. thing. Like you might have, a job that you don't really care about, but it pays the bills and it allows you to live a life mm-hmm. that makes you happy. Maybe you love to travel, right? You don't right. want traveling to be your job, but you can have a job that mm-hmm. pays for your vacations and pays for you to go see different countries and cities and whatever. Just find your thing that you love and do everything you can to make it happen. Hmm. What's well, the intuitive actor? I'm right with that mm-hmm. name, right? The intuitive actor. And it's, it's good. It's good advice as Thank far as like, the mental side and like i said i didn't listen to the tax preparation podcast part because <laughs> that's when you're making money as an actor and and probably good advice to know but it's it's good it's i like the perspective that you come at this business with and uh, Thank you. what you're sharing with other actors that that could hear it could you know starting out be good advice but it's a it's a tough industry so you gotta you gotta be yeah. your own biggest supporter and your own biggest yeah. believer because otherwise it's going to chew you up and spit you out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I liked your advice too, about taking jobs that you feel like, you know, you, you had that one about not taking a job that didn't feel right. And don't, you know, of course, you know, that's if you're in a position to be able to say no to the yeah. income, but 
but at some point <laughs> I think actors start off and they're they're you have to take almost any part you want to get mm -hmm. your self on mm -hmm. a wheel you want to get experience you want to get money and all the things and then making that transition to like I don't have to take every part now I can be a little choosy and and mm -hmm. part, take parts that actually are good for where I am right now yeah and that you so, feel comfortable with yeah you, you, you want to feel like you have some semblance of control around your job and your life if you're like well I guess I just have to go wherever right they tell me to go like that doesn't feel like freedom to me that doesn't feel fun I get you have to pay your dues um, but yeah, once you, once you can kind of say, no, I don't feel comfortable doing that. That's mm -hmm. not what I want to do anymore. Then do it. Yeah. It, it's so, it's so freeing. Yeah. That's it. And it's good to be able to get to that place where you feel like you can say, say that. Um, okay. Well, that's Tara has a question <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> yeah. that I was going to ask you. I think I'm on a delay. So I'm like, <laughs> Hey, Hey, over here. Me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You with the bow tie, uh, jump in. Well, the red I, bow tie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanted to ask about some of the new stuff you have coming out this year. Again, we did our research, and we know you got <laughs> two movies coming out. Is that correct? One Christmas for uh, a sisterly yeah. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think the other one is Miracle in Motor City. You know what? That is the title. And thank you for doing your research on that because I did not know what the new working title was because it wasn't called that when oh. I filmed it. Ah. Um, oh. I think I was on another interview like last week and I was like, ah, I don't know what the title is right now. So I cannot tell you what it is. When we filmed it, it was called Christmas in Detroit, uh, which I think already is a movie that exists. Um, so, And then it was going to be called like a Motown Christmas. And now I guess it's miracles in motor city <laughs> they just went through all the christmas slash detroit combinations and yeah basically <laughs> i like miracle so, motor city i'm very yeah, excited cute. for those to come out they're both um with black cast which is rare and amazing um got to work with some incredible talent and um yeah they're like a little bit different than your typical hallmark christmas movie of guy meets girl they're forced to work together and, and yeah it's just like a little bit different from the regular formula and so I'm very excited about that it's very refreshing um there's a lot of like you know culture injected into it and um yeah I love to do something different so very excited well I watched there is a trailer out for a sisterly Christmas I didn't see one yet for Miracle Motor Sitter but it looks like you like it's and that's one of the things I liked it's like two sisters almost having to like go rekindle their sisterly love and go on this trip but it from what I can see in the trailer you kind of the sort of the bitchy snobby yeah. rival oh, like you and your husband are like sure. didn't your mother awesome. ever help teach you how to bake from scratch like <laughs> yeah like, you're gonna be causing some trouble and you're gonna maybe mm -hmm. help them bond by being the enemy of the sisters from what I absolutely what I so tell. they're they're coming to this like um winter resort place and that's like my turf like I've been going there for years and years <laughs> and years and then they show up and we have a whole history and a whole backstory and I just do everything in my power to make them look bad, embarrass them. <laughs> um, it's, it's was so much fun to play. I was going to say, I bet that was fun being. Oh my gosh. Sort of it not was, villain, but kind of villain. I, I, I love a villain. I love a villain. <laughs> um, yeah. Very exciting for it to come out. Cause I don't think anyone's ever like seen me in that kind of role before. Um, 
we had a lot of fun, maybe too much. And actually a lot of it was improvised too. <laughs> oh, really? Um, that looks fun. A, lo- a lot of, a lot of my moments, my diva moments were, were improvised. So I'm really excited <laughs> to see what made the cut. We had a lot of fun with that. Well, it looks really cute. The trailer looked really fun and that's on own. And then the other one, Miracle Motor City is a lifetime movie. Yes. Looks like. Nice. So, yeah. And neither one of them had a, I think, I don't think either one of them had a, like an actual date that they're coming out, but this season, keep an eye out. Cause they, I they, heard, I, I heard the uh, Miracles Motor City was um, American Thanksgiving like that weekend. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Unofficially, that's mm. just what I heard through the grapevine. Um, but I did get to meet Smokey Robinson. Ah, oh, how was that? That was Ooh. really cool. Um, mm-hmm. he told me that I had the most beautiful eyes in the entire world. And oh, Smokey doesn't lie. I was like, Smokey, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I was like, but you have beautiful eyes. Like, what do you I was <laughs> stop he was so sweet and so kind (laughs) and it was really amazing to watch him uh perform acting because I think this was his first acting job really oh wow if not one of his first so it was really amazing to see him like in his element but also kind of out of his element a little bit and um like watching a legend up there and then doing what you do hmm and it was just, he was so cute. Oh, was he playing himself or is he mm-hmm. playing an actual whole new character? Oh, He's cool. playing himself. Yeah. Okay. Wow, Which I, I must have been kind of weird. Like somebody wrote a script and put words in my mouth <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as me. I wonder if he had any say in, in the script. I, I bet Smokey so. Robinson could, if Smokey Robinson said, I'm going to change this purpose, they'd probably yeah. like, all right, Mr. Robinson, like whatever you feel like you would say, <laughs> whatever, whatever you want, you want, Mr. Robinson, just glad you're here. <laughs> yeah. So that was really exciting. I was like, I love my job. I like that. I get to meet musical legends and, you know, people that I've, I mean, I grew uh, up watching sister, sister with Tia. Yeah. And then I got to work with her every day and I was like, Same. what is my life? This is insane. So cool. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. day I'm just like, I can't believe this is my job. <laughs> so lucky yeah I feel like acting is it's those moments like I'm hanging out with Smokey Robinson one day and then you might get a job the next day and you're like lying in mud when it's 30 degrees and you're doing some scene where you're just like and it's raining you're like oh my gosh what did I do I could have had what? a cushy office gig but it's like the highs and the lows but it all works out to be a, a fun ride yeah we're here for all of it <laughs> Well, Kiana, we can't thank you enough. We've had such a great time talking with you. We'd love to have you back sometime. Would love that. Um, before you go, On one we, note, have Kiana, tr- we have a Kiana, my poorly <laughs> shaved, just got her head <laughs> <laughs> newly shorn. Her. She got she a looks good. very unfortunate haircut. Uh, but anyway, I think she looks beautiful. <laughs> She's hey. my hot mess, little Gidget. She has oh my god, right now, <laughs> Gidget. Gidget, Gidget, yeah. you were beautiful in all your forms. She owns it. Mm-hmm. She owns it. <laughs> all your forms. <laughs> all your forms. Yeah. Are either of your cats available <laughs> for a quick, uh, a quick cameo? Uh, uh, yes. One, <laughs> give me one moment. Please take your time. Take your time. One of mine. Everybody, yeah. grab the cat. I don't have a cat. You are a cat. Come on, come on, get you. Not as here. much fun. Gidget's like no. It's like I'm not sharing the screen with anybody. I'm not your monkey. Aren't you though, Gidget? And now it's just us. So what do you want to talk about, Kat? <laughs> so anyways, How Wendy, we feel uh, the air? 
I don't know. How are you doing? I thought this went very well. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh Tinkerbell. Here she is. Oh, hi, Beautiful. sweetie. Hey, hi, Gorgeous girl. cat. Oh, my goodness. Hi. How old are they? Seven. Seven. Hi, and my pretty husband lady. is coming in with Simba. They're seven years old? Seven years old. Oh this my goodness! Girl. Oh, she's beautiful. Thank you. Oh, there's Duncan. Oh, He's joined the party. Oh, hey! And my husband Dana. Hi. How are you? Nice to see you. Oh my goodness! What a family! Look at that. <laughs> beautiful family. Very cool. Thank I'm you. So Thanks. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Thanks Duncan. for delivering delivering Simba. <laughs> I'm so sorry that is it. Cat, cat. You don't have a cat. I don't have a cat. My wife is allergic, so we have two dogs. Well, you know I'm what? I'm also I'm allergic, person. so that sounds like an excuse to me. Oh, can you call? Can you call my Ooh, wife? Absolutely. <laughs> Great. You know, she's also a Torontonian, so maybe you can speak some sort of, you know, Torontonian. I'm magic on it. To Listen, her. love oh, doesn't know allergies. It doesn't recognize allergies. <laughs> I love so, all this. Kiana, I'm using that phrase when next time I hear that from a yeah. person that wants to return a cat for allergies, I'm going to use that line. Love doesn't know allergies. Feel free to quote me <laughs> anytime. Simba looks thrilled. Yes. Simba. He was like waving. Should we get a picture with the gonna close? Should I we mean... get a picture with the cats before they revolt? <laughs> yeah. All right. Gonna there we go. Close. Won't be able to hold Tinkerbell because she'll squirm away, but definitely for Simba. It's all good. Gidget left. She didn't want to share the okay. screen. All right. Here we go. Stand by for a picture with kitties. Dunky. Yeah. <laughs> Three, two, one. Perfect. Oh, look so at him. Good. Oh, there goes there goes Tinkerbell. Oh, Simba. Oh, there's Tinkerbell. She's so making good. It's so beautiful. They're not supposed good to be job. in this room, so she's very oh, good. Right, oh, no. oh. oh, that's your she's cat like, oh, let room. me just get comfortable by the window since <laughs> give her an inch to take a mile. This is our house. This is our room now. Uh, well, thank uh, you guys. This was so thank much you. fun. Yeah, we had a blast. I absolutely loved it. It's great talking to people. Anybody? Um, we, <laughs> we'd love to have you back. Are y'all pretty? Find... Yes. Yeah. Are y'all pretty yeah. locked down there in Canada right now? Is it pretty um, restrictive? Not anymore. We definitely were in lockdown the longest of anybody in the world. Mm. Um, <laughs> so mm. things are things are open now again. Um, still, obviously, masks masks everywhere. And I think on Monday they're starting the uh, the vaccine passport. Yeah, I, heard about that. I think that goes into effect Monday, which is also when we have a federal election. Oh, oh there's a lot. So going it'll on. be it'll be interesting to see what happens, mm. um, especially now that like school has started and we're going into fall. I'm not predicting any more lockdowns, but even if there is, thank God, mm -hmm. knock on wood, the film industry is protected. We've mm -hmm. been able to operate as an essential industry throughout. So, Ooh. again, so grateful for my job. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you Good all. Having you. Had a we will have you back. That's a, nice that's, to meet you. That's a, that's a promise. <laughs> yes. Oh, right, Tinker, oh, oh yes. Uh, <laughs> or Simba. Is that Simba? Simba. That's Simba. <laughs> oh, Simba. Bye, Simba. Nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, and here's Tinkerbell. Hey, girl. Oh. oh. Hey, girl. What a <laughs> ham. So <laughs> Sorry, we ruined oh, your cat for right. you. Oh, that's okay. Oh. It worth it. Right, girl? Okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Tinkerbell, good job. <laughs> gotta have her All right. All right. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. You as well. Take care. <laughs> you too. You too. Bye. Nice meeting you. Bye bye. 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 Delightful. You're right. See, Wendy, did I lie? Delight.
delightful. She's very, I love, and again, I just want to emphasize her podcast is very cool. It's very mm-hmm. good, uh, positive advice for people in that pro- or in life. Follow your dreams. It's true. It, it applies to almost anything, you know, yeah. like just to, you have to swing big, right? You, you got to take big risks to get big rewards. So do that. I feel like things are going to be, you know, I feel like she, you know, she's been doing this for a little while, but I feel like she's, she's going to continue to, you're going to see a lot more of her. I hope so. Tara, what did you, Tara, what did you think? <laughs> Thanks for asking Kat. <laughs> I thought she was great. <laughs> I... <laughs> Really enjoyed her. I did. No, I, I'm just being a a-hole because I'm on delay <laughs> and I didn't get to be as funny as I wanted to be. Oh, so uh, we know you're funny, though. We know you're I had funny. to hold my some of my fun jokes back. That's fine. Don't though you have to pity me. That's fine. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I had a lot of fun. I'm sure in real time it was it was fun too oh, for boy. you guys. So it was actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was she was great. She was really great. And no, but, she, but we did feel awesome. I yes. And yeah. I hope she goes to Clexicon at some point. Oh yeah. That'd she should. Fun. Oh, that would mm-hmm. be cool. We should have brought that up. That'd be yeah, fun. We probably should have. I know. God. But I feel like we have no control over whether or not that happens. So and she's Canada. I don't know what the traveling things are <laughs> to do, like for this year, but maybe in the future. We can see we can see mm. her at a convention somewhere along the line. That'd things are still a little dicey out there. Uh you know, as we know, it's true. Uh, but I did feel like uh, I forgot. We did mention her cats Instagram and they are adorable. So you should go there. But Kiana also has an Instagram account that we neglected to mention. <laughs> and that is Kiana dot Teresa. And there's also a link there to a website, which is it's kind of it's like link tree slash. Yeah. So just go to her Instagram page where everybody goes anyway. And there's a link there to another website where you can find some more things. She has a, a Facebook group, it looks like, for the Intuitive Actor Collective. You can link nice. to her podcast, IMDb. She's got a few links on there for different things. And her Twitter mm. is at Kiana Teresa. So you can follow her. You can, you know, she she likes to live tweet. Maybe she'll live tweet some of her uh, upcoming Christmas movies. Mm. And just keep in touch. She's a cool person. She is great. And she has cats, as we pointed out. <clears throat> Well, if you liked this interview with Kiana, you could subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. That would be great. Please do that. Or you can go to our Twitter at Snoppodcast with one D. Or you can go to Instagram <laughs> at She Nerds Out Podcast or Facebook at She Nerds Out Podcast. And or you, you can write us. <laughs> you can write us at SheNerdsOut at gmail.com. You can go to our website, SheNerdsOut.com. We can find all things SNOP, including our merch store. Check that out. All righty. You've got all the details now. Yeah. The now you just got to follow up. Follow yeah, up. Do it. <laughs> Sorry. I thought I heard someone come in my house. Anyway. Oh, my God. Oh my oh God. God. <laughs> a little concerning. It's probably a cat bumping into a door. Lock the door, uh, Wendy. <laughs> it is locked. God. Anyway, you go lock your doors now. Because on that note, we're going to wrap up by saying she nerds out, out, out. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty things. Okay, that wasn't too bad. Out Was I with you guys out? Yeah, it, sure. You were it right was there. staggered. We all no. we each had a moment. Oh, okay. It was perfect. Out. <laughs> <laughs>